Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are on a roll into the fall energy, and um, I am excited about today's show, Energetic Boundaries and How to Shield from Being a Sponge to Negative Energy. And um, this is the show, I I guess I kind of do this theme annually because usually it happens when I feel like I've been slimed to myself and I'm like, oh, yeah, we need to talk about this again. But um, I think with what's going on, at least in the U.S., well, it's actually worldwide now, um, there's a lot of energy shifts, a lot of things going on, even beyond, you know, we had our eclipses and all that stuff before, planetary energy. But now we're really dealing with um, a whole lot of new stuff uh, energetically, and that's kind of causing people to react. And a lot of the old stuck things that once were hidden are now being kind of pushed to the forward front, right? So what we're experiencing is people having a lot more meltdowns. Um, you might be feeling uh, anxious. You might notice that certain people that you could tolerate before you just can't anymore, you feel more sensitive, more sensitive, less able to ignore things, less able to slide things under the rug. And if you have any kind of... Um, Bad habits, they might be amplified. If you've been living with a really um, cluttered space, you might feel like you can't take it anymore, you need to clean out. Uh, all of this is is very appropriate for the purging energy that we have on the planet right now. And as light workers, as people who are interested in these types of topics, if you're drawn to this, this show um, or to any of, of my work, you, most advanced light workers that's what we are and um and i say advanced because there's a lot of people who just dibble and dabble and if they dibble and dabble they probably won't stick with me for very long because i i you know kind of push personal responsibility and taking you know taking action and actually growing spiritually energetically and not just sitting um and, and asking for predictions right so you know they're kind of victimizing yourself with all of that so um, it's really, really important that you learn as a sensitive, you know, we call them special ones, we call them sensitives, we call them um, all kinds of different things. As a sensitive, you um, take care of yourself. And one of those things that we do is is called energetic hygiene. So the way that you take care of your body on a regular basis, you should also be paying attention to your energy, to your frequency. Your energy and your frequency is way bigger than your body. So it connects 
you know, intergalactically. I mean, it goes way out even beyond planet Earth. So taking care of the portion of you that's connected with your body uh, is, is very, very important, and it will make your physical existence much easier when you do. So I will be taking some of your questions tonight, so if you'd like to call in and ask a question, the number is 347 215-9485. And um, hopefully you have a lot of questions because it's it's important stuff. Um, one other thing that you might, just one other announcement, I am, we have our AHA Factor online course um, going on now, so you can get the free video portion of it by going to our website at theahaway.com. I know there's another link. I think it's in the emails. If you got the email about today's show, it's, it's in there. But at theahaway.com, it's on our homepage. Oh, you can sign up for the free video course. And I highly suggest that you do because um, if you, even if you think you're beyond the ideas of you know, intuition or you've known it forever, it is so important now more than ever to be fluent in the language of your intuition. If you're thinking about anything that goes beyond the basics, um, even speaking with your angels, even talking with, which is actually my entire AHA Angel School is a bonus to the paid portion of that course. So there's a free portion and there's a paid portion, but the entire, if you like angels, that's a whole thing that's included with the full AHA online course. Um, and But most importantly, getting fluent in the language of your intuition is the backbone to everything. It's kind of like when you want to be a jazz dancer or a hip-hop dancer. Ballet is always the backbone. You know, even even when you're doing gymnastics and and ice skating, ballet is the backbone to to those higher forms, those other forms that are not higher, but other forms of dance, right? So this is, intuition is kind of the ballet of spirituality. It is something that everyone really, really needs to be completely, and absolutely fluent in, and everything else will flow because getting messages and you can't interpret them. It's like going to China and not knowing Chinese, you know, and not having a little app on your phone to translate. There's no translator, right? And you need to just have those translations so that all this other stuff can flow much more quickly. So it's not a matter of what's happening to you or all these people coming after you. It's a matter of you being able to interpret the messages along the way. And, um, and so um, super, super, super important to master that skill. So that's, that course is there. It took me a very long time to create that. Um, and it goes along with the book, The Aha Factor, my book, which you can get on Amazon or in any of the bookstores, um, as you wish. Okay, that being said, let's talk about these energetic boundaries. So, um, The other day, I noticed I got up and I uh, knocked into a wall. Not right out of bed or anything, but I just I just kind of stepped backwards in a weird way, and and um and I hit my arm, and I was like, wow, that hurt. That's stupid, you know. <laughs> like it was like clutch. It was like clutchy. And then I was in the kitchen, and I was making my morning smoothie and my favorite glass went off the counter and on the floor and burst into a zillion pieces. And I was just like, okay, seriously. And then, you know, um, you know, it was just other annoying, klutzy, nuisance-like things. 
around. And I so I realized, I said, you know, I could go into a tailspin and I could go into this, you know, kind of down into the, to the depths of, uh, uh, you know, is this going to be a really bad day and what's happening and why me and all that. Um, and then, you know, get on the phone with my friend and start talking about why me and this is happening and nah, 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 nah. And I said, you know what, let me not do that. Let me think about this for a minute. And I heard in my channel here, see, this is where your intuition comes in, I heard uh, static energy, static energy and do some clearings. And so I recognize that, and, and since I was teaching my advanced class right before this, this show today, and um, so the whole thing was like channeled um, and a lot of new information was coming through. And one of the things that's coming through is about how there's a tremendous amount of new energy coming down onto the planet. And that shift from the old frequencies to the new frequencies is creating a lot of like almost static electricity in the air. Because as we have this election, this election is a really big kind of prism of stuff that's representing what's happening in the energy. There's a lot of purging. So you have all that, you know, bringing up all the hatred and all the meanness and all the corruption and all that stuff up to the surface. So that can be purged. And then you have the heart energy where people are really pushing back and saying, you know what, no, we're not, this is not who we are. This is not who I am. This is not what I represent. This is what I represent. And people taking a stand. So people who have been apathetic, who have been flying under the radar, who have been kind of just, you know, existing and, the whole, and just taking up space are now getting a voice and taking a stand and managing their energy by managing their expression, right? Because they're starting to express instead of sitting uh, an apathy is starting to get mad enough to express, even if it's on just on a post on social media, or just on a, you know, or to a friend on the phone, or to, or in a bigger way, you know, some people are writing letters, some people are getting on videos, you know, whatever. But people are taking a stand, and this is meant to, you know, cattle prod humans into picking a lane. And stop just existing and sort of, you know, playing with your food, if you will, kind of thing. So um, with all that going on, there's a lot of static in the energy. So you're, you're, um, if you're angry, if you're sad, if you're worried, if you're scared, if you're anxious, if you're um, having, like, conversations in your head with posts that you see on Facebook that you didn't, respond back to, but in your head you're telling off that person that you don't agree with. and know that All of that is muddying up your own energetic field. And your environment is always, 100% of the time, a reflection of what's going on inside you. So we have what we call energetic hygiene. In my book, there's a lot that I have a whole chapter on energetic hygiene and what you can do. So you can get the book for all the, you know, the full-on, you know, end-to-end conversation. But for today, I wanted to talk about the fact that as you do this work and as you get make yourself more sensitive, right, so that you can perceive your intuition and that you are paying attention and you are turning on your and your engines for, for channeling and for, you know, uh, managing energy and healing and all that, you're also making yourself much more sensitive to being a sponge of negative energy. So it's it's important to be able to know how to manage that. The first thing you want to do is to make sure that you're clearing yourself on a regular basis. Just like you brush your teeth, you want to do energetic clearing every day. 
people I've heard say to me things like, "Oh, well, I got cleared, um, you know, two 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 years ago. I did a whole, I did all of that." They say, "Oh, I did all of that already." And but it, it's just like if you only brush your teeth every two years, you know, how what kind of condition would your teeth be in? So the next issue is um, is making sure that you are identifying what's going on with your energy too. So if you, what are your symptoms? What are the symptoms of having gunked up energy? Well, part of it is your environment becoming very static, very sticky. You know, it'll feel like the energy is kind of heavy. It feels like the air is almost a little heavy. Um, like I said, you'll you'll start to do sort of things that let you know that you're kind of checked out, you know, knocking into things or like things falling and breaking and that type of thing. But then there's other things, like maybe you're feeling um, extremely tired and not seeming to be able to physically rev your engines, you know. Um, feeling almost like a sense of weight on your shoulders, like a heavy, a heavy heaviness. It might be in your chest, might be in your solar plexus, your whole stomach, you know, that whole stomach area. You might, you know, all bodies manifest energy differently. We absorb it differently and then we manifest symptoms differently. So we might show, you know, depending on your own personal makeup, you might show uh, a variety of different, you know, symptoms. So I'm giving you a very general idea, okay, of what that feels like. Now, so that's you. And then, what about everybody else? So in the aha factor, we talk about our auric, our bullseye of energy, and the fact that our auric field, just our auric field alone. I'm not even talking about the spirit, the soul. I won't get into that today, but the auric field, that full energy, that's in alignment with this lifetime and this body, go extends out 50 feet. It goes through walls, it goes through ceilings and floors. It extends out 50 feet. So if you if you are interconnected with anybody else. You know your aura field, aura fields are mixing, right? So if you're sitting next to someone, um, your energetic fields are mixing, and that's why when someone comes into the room, you are feeling great. Somebody comes into the room, and all of a sudden you feel not so great, is because there's that pull from them, right? I know I was, uh, you know, I could be feeling great, just fine. And then I get on the phone with someone, and they're just, just pounding, just pounding, pounding. I'm miserable. This is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. And my great feeling, and I, and then I have a tendency to say, "Oh no, you know what? You should do. You should do this, and oh, you should do that, and oh, well, you know, the angels are blah 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 blah." And they go, "Oh, well, I don't really want to. No, you know." And they, and they start arguing with their for their mediocrity. They're arguing for their stress they're arguing for yeah but this oh well that wouldn't work for me because of this and they are literally plugged into your energy like your juggler vein and they're sucking they're just sucking and what happens is by the end of the call they're like oh you know I kind of feel better I feel much lighter I feel much better and you feel like you've just been hit by a train that's how that actually happened to me the other day and I was just like, oh, my God, I was feeling so good. And now I feel like I can't even lift my head up off the floor. And so that's what we call it, kind of getting energetically slimed. It's when you've been vampired. And there, and there is such a thing as energetic vampires. I know it sounds like a really dramatic word, but it gives the right analogy. 
okay, is that there are people who love to suck on energy. I know I know someone on Facebook who constantly whines. It's just every day is, I'm so miserable. I just don't know. I just, and everybody, you know, she's got a little gaggle of people that, you know, do the whole va ra boom ba Oh, you're wonderful. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. But every single day there's a complaint. Every single day. It's just a stream of complaint consciousness. And every single day there's certain people who will jump on and say it. So it's an energy vampire thing because she's not trying to carry her own weight. She's just looking for the sympathy of others, right, and, 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 then, and looking for an energy source. So people necessarily do this on purpose. Some people do, but majority of people are looking for relief. And they see when you have a lot of light, like you guys do when you're, you know, these. if you're doing this kind of work, you carry a lot of light. And people can see that. People are like a moth to a flame. And when people don't recognize their own power and their own light, they feel like they have to go and grab it from someplace else. And, you know, some days you are legitimately tired and drowning, and God knows I know I've done my energetic vampiring on people too. But I'm very aware, very aware, and I'll apologize or I'll just say, you know what, I'm going to just take a, a phone faster than I'll just pull back. If I don't have it to give, I don't give it anymore. I hold, I I pull back. and I, Or I'll say something, which I'll get to in a minute. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, when you have that kind of, um, that sort of situation, you, you have to evaluate, okay? You have to evaluate. There are a couple of things. One is, are you, already tired and 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 how much do you have to offer you know it's just like money you know if you're going to loan someone money or not you loan people money you know if you do you loan them money that you know that if you never see it again it's not going to wipe you out right because you may not get it back so it's the kind of same thing with energy like how much energy are you going to invest in a particular situation or conversation or whatever there is a difference between an energy vampire and someone who's just having a bad day. And that the difference is that energy vampires don't let up. They constantly come to the feeding holes like a regular thing. It almost becomes very consistent. You can almost set your watch by them. And whereas someone who's just having a bad day is just generally idling on life is pretty okay. You know, you have your general daily ups and downs. And then, you know, maybe something fairly acute happened and so they're feeling really depressed or sad and you know, maybe they lost their job or, you know, a, a parent is sick or a child is sick or, you know, these kinds of things. Or just, you know, just having a melancholy moment. That's fine. But when you have the constant, you know, demand and the constant attention-seeking behavior, that's when you're dealing with a vampire. The other thing is an energy vampire very rarely cares about what's going on with you. They might ask you rhetorically just so that, it, they, you know, so that no one can say they didn't ask. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. Oh, so anyway, what happened with me was, and they go down this long thing, or they cut you off, and they go off on this, this extremely long tangent, and they just start pummeling and 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 pummeling. That's energy vampire because then they want you to respond and react and they just want to dump. And a lot of times even when you do kind of give some sort of 
help or assistance who say, well, that's that's not everything, but I, you know, uh, that's it for for this minute. And then there's, you know, there's more of a demand. That is not, a, that's okay, that's not okay. Okay, that's not okay. One is that if you, um, there should be reciprocity. So if you are a light worker, a healer, a, a spiritual professional, and this has happened to me, and you start off very early in your career doing things for free for friends and family because you're testing it out. You're learning, you're, you're learning right? It's like your little apprenticeship or your little residency. And then you turn it into a profession. And you get a full load of clients. And you start to, uh, you know, charge for your services. And you're also continuing your education. You're getting better and better and better and better and better at what you do. You Then you have your friends and people that know that you do this who don't haven't been paid in the beginning uh, still want to come to you for free advice. And they do it regularly, you know, and have like this expectation. Yet they can't reciprocate it because, number one, they're not educated enough to reciprocate. They don't have the same kind of skills. And number two, their their attention is on them. That's energy vampiring. And that's a point where you should say, and I've done this with my friends and I have some that I still have and some that I don't, some that hate me for it, some that don't, and respect me for it. Um, and, and that is, you have to say, this is, this is, this is my race. Because you can't reciprocate. When I'm having a bad day, you cannot help me the way I help you because I'm the professional at this and you're not. So the fair exchange is you pay me. And then we can have a conversation. I'll put you in my schedule and I will treat you just like I treat my clients. They're very happy and you'll be very happy too. And I'll be happy. But if it's just me sacrificing for you to give you two hours of constant head petting and coaching and all this and then you and then you don't even say thank you and you get off the phone and you're all you know you've got something and then you pick and choose and you don't even do what I told you to do anyway and then you come back with the same issues plus and then you get mad that I don't want to talk to you that's a problem that's energy vampire okay we've all been through it everybody in this field has been through it everybody's lost friends over it don't worry about it but just know that just because they're demanding does not mean you have to reciprocate you do that you have to oblige that demand and this is where your own personal self-care comes in and you have to listen to your own intuition about you know what's fair for you but that's how you take care of an energy vampire is to say put a price tag on what it is and to call them out on it and i might you know the few people i've told you're an energy vampire don't like it one bit they feel very uh you know resentful and entitled to that that portion of me and all that, I get very mad. But I just I I call I nail them every time because I have my own self esteem. I have my own walls of boundaries, and this is why we're having this conversation today. Energetic boundaries, energetic boundaries with strangers, quite frankly, is often easier um, to to deal with because um, when you are dealing with uh, you know, other people who you don't know, it's easy to put up some shields of light. If you see, you know, you see something off in the distance or you're dealing with somebody in a store or something, you can kind of just put that little, you, what you what you should do is just kind of surround yourself in some white light, maybe put yourself in a ball of light. Um, you can actually even put light over them 
you know, put a column of light over them to sort of just ease, give them some ease, and just to redirect them to their own light. Okay, so you can shield yourself, which is fine, but then you can also offer to to sort of show them that they have their own light. And see, that's the thing. You a lot of times as light workers, what we do is we get caught up in um, in a world of I must help everyone. I must save everyone. I learned all these great techniques, and I must share this with the world. I must. Not everybody is ready, okay? Not everybody is ready for all the stuff that you know, nor is the stuff that's appropriate for you particularly appropriate for them, okay? That's another big distinction. And I've, you know, and people learn this all the time because most of the time people learn something new and then they want to go teach their friends because they want to show their friends what they learned new. But also by teaching it, they're solidifying it for themselves. But then the friend rejects it. And then they start to lose confidence in what they just learned because they tried to teach it too soon to people who aren't ready for it or it just wasn't the right fit. You know, energetic um, principles and the types of things that we talk about um, are... uh, customized to us we based on our own energetic what we call energetic resonance okay based on our own energetic resonance we attract to us the modalities and the resources and even the teachers and the people that are a vibrational frequency match to us personally so um, i'm going to actually be on the darius on uh, the ul revolution telesummit on uh, Wednesday, actually tomorrow, oh my gosh, it came up so fast. And he has, you know, hundreds of thousands of people listening, and um, and which is great, and it's free and everything. And But he's got like 65 speakers in a season, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And so um, I've had a lot of private sessions with the people who come from the show, and sometimes they come in they're very confused because they, they don't even remember who I am because they've had you know, 20 different speakers and they've signed up for all these different packages and they're like modality, you know, like on a modality binge and they get all confused, right? So it's a matter of trying to find the center and finding, okay, well, what's right for me? And a lot of reasons why they're so confused is because they've listened to this friend and that friend's bought those three packages and this friend's bought these three packages. And they say, okay, I'll get all six of those. And then, and, and instead of, like, listening to that speaker and saying, is this really right for me, you go on kind of a binge kind of thing and say, oh, well, that one sounds like it could fix me, and that one sounds like it could, and that one, that, 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 And so what you really need to do is learn how to sort of energetically, intuitively evaluate what you're allowing into your field and what's not. It's okay that if you hear a speaker who has a phenomenal-sounding modality, who you know, somebody who sounds phenomenal to your friend, if it doesn't sound phenomenal or feel phenomenal to you, and that person's going off on, you know, oh, my gosh, this is the second coming of Christ. This is the magic bullet. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'm going to get activated and acclimated and all these things. And, oh, my God. And you're just like, meh, I don't know. It's because it's not right for your frequency. And if that person is that amped up about it, have at it because it's right for their frequency. That's why there's so many of us out here doing this work. Because not one, you know, it's not one size fits all. And, you know, even Louise Hay has gotten on her stages with, um, with uh, uh, you know, the Hay House I Can Do It conferences. And she says, you know, we've got 30 speakers and they're all kind of saying the same thing. But they're all saying it differently. 
And you might hear from a man, you might hear from a scientist, you might hear from a biologist, you might hear from an intuitive or a channel or somebody who had a near-death experience, you might hear from, you know, a wisdom teacher, you might hear it from a Toltec, you know, shaman, you might hear it from a priestess, you might hear it from somebody who's Wiccan, you might hear from a Christian, you might hear from all these different things, but it's these different places. But each one of those is customized for the energetic configuration um, that's appropriate for them, okay? And so when we come here on this planet, we are naturally gravitating to and attracted to those who are in alignment with us based on our frequency. So what you want to do is um, evaluate, okay? Evaluate, number one, your closest circle, Okay, like I said, strangers are a lot, time, a lot of times easier than people you know. Number two, you want to uh, shield yourself. Now, when you shield yourself and you put up that white light, what I suggest, in the beginning when I learned all about white light and shielding, you, know, you put up these big fortresses of white light or you put forces of light and all this, and you start to block out even good stuff coming because you're so coming. I know when I was in the mystery school, people were so into protection that you literally were like broke and exhausted because they were blocking all the good stuff too. Okay. And so you want to, um, I say bring the light through filters. So you want to have light cheese. It's almost like, it's more like a cheesecloth, like a piece of gauze so that the holes in the fabric are a little bit bigger And so something can penetrate. So the good stuff can penetrate through, but the hard stuff is left out. Okay? So the good stuff can penetrate through. So you bring light, you're holding light for yourself, but with a filter so that if there's love energy that's available to you or gratitude or support or help, resources, it can still get through. You don't want to get so worried about energy vampires and this one and that one that you can't receive. Okay? And a lot of times, um, people who come into your field that you might have a negative experience, remember not everybody who you have a, quote, negative experience with is an energy vampire. They may just be a reflection of your own energy as well. Okay? Um, you know, back when I had more energy vampires in my life than I do now, which now I don't have any, <laughs> um, but when I did, I also, as I evaluated, it's like, okay, I have to also be responsible for what I play what role I play in this because I at one point in my uh, coming up in in this probably needed to be needed right probably set it up that um, energetically that I made myself available because I needed to be needed I don't need to be needed now believe me I got enough (laughs) but uh, you know back you know tendency to want to give and everything because you like the feeling of the power of having this knowledge and wisdom and, and it's nice to have people who need you and all that kind of thing. And, um, and you, 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 you know, and you, wait, I just lost my train of thought. That's so weird. I've got like so many things going on right now. Anyway, uh, needing to be needed. Okay. Wow. I can't believe that just like went out of my head like that. Okay. Let me just, let me take a sip. One second. Okay, so 
bottom line is that even if you are in that space and you evaluate that and you find that that's you, it's very simple to just ask your angels to come in. Um, And I say there's lots of ways to get rid of that kind of thing, but be honest with yourself. Evaluate yourself. And that's taking personal energetic responsibility. One of the best ways to have energetic boundaries is to also take energetic responsibility for what in me is creating this situation in my world. I know one of the telltale things that happens when I do these types of shows, is, especially on the energetic thing, is people start blaming everything on everybody else. Oh, it's such bad energy. Oh, what they're doing to me. And they become a victim. That's not what this show is about. Okay? Anything that's in your world, you're attracting. You're attracting to yourself. Okay? And, and that is, you have to look inside first. What in me is creating chaos in this reflection? Because the world is just a reflection. Okay? So I had to ask myself, what in me is seeming like a giant invitation for energy vampires, and why am I not catching this until I am flat on my back, exhausted, and then resenting them and, you know, avoiding and all that kind of stuff on the back end, right? So I had to sort of stop, pull back, and say, okay, within me, what is it that I would be doing to attract this? And that need to be needed was that thing at that time. So... um, if you are so that's one aspect. If you happen to be someone who who feels extra sensitive and that's you know always kind of being feeling bombarded, you have to con- consistently shield yourself. You have to consistently take care of yourself energetically. So one of the things I was saying yesterday in the article I wrote and I put it up on Facebook was that radical self care is mandatory now. You know you have to you have to allow yourself. Um, yesterday, I know, um, I, I kind of was feeling like like I had been under a bus, right, <laughs> over the weekend. So I decided, okay, I'm going to front load my week. I always work from like 7 o'clock to midnight on Sunday night because I like Mondays to feel a little decadent. I don't like to be like slammed, and everybody kind of slams you on Sundays. So I try to make my administrative workload, get all that done Sunday night before anybody starts clamoring. And then Monday, I'm just dealing with, you know, coaching clients and that type of thing, like human-to-human contact. So I have the energy to to talk to clients. And um, this week, I had some weird appointment mishaps and things. And I could have stacked more clients in Monday because I had, you know, a heavy end of the week. But I, I thought to myself, do I try to stack, you know, six clients on a Monday or do I just let it be the one, let it be one? And I said, you know what? Um, actually, I said, let me let it be two. Well, one was a no-show and that was a mistake. And then I had one more. And I did, hadn't planned any other clients for that day and I needed it. I needed that day to be light. That was self-care. I did not have the physical capacity or the energetic or the mental or even the desire to do four or five or six people in that day. Instead, I went to the beach. I went I went to the cliffs and I meditated. I did my one client. I meditated. And then I went to my other beach and I did a nice long walk. I wasn't on the phone. I wasn't talking to any friends. I wasn't giving any advice. I wasn't taking any advice. It was just me and nature and the waves and the stars and the sky and, you know, with my sunset pictures and all that. And I had a nice dinner. And I did 
do a little bit of work when I got home, but it was I was I it was a really more of a night of self care and of just and a vibrational frequency balancing. See, because there's raising energy and of course there's depleting your energy and there's balancing your energy. So sometimes it's not so much raising your frequency, this is about amp yourself up more. It's about finding balance, rebalancing yourself. Like I had, you know, things falling off shelves and all that Monday morning, and I said, you know what, I need to just get to what's important to me and know that I don't have a lot of bandwidth to give today. That's okay. And see, this is where if you are attracting energy vampires, if you are sort of, you know, hypersensitive, um, what you're, the reason why is because there's something in you that needs some support, okay? And, you know, that needs to be needed, you know, believe me. You, you know, get a plant, get a pet. <laughs> they give back exponentially, okay? Um, you don't have to stay in you know, really tough situations. But also, if you're attracting person after person after person after person after person, then it's probably something in you. That's how you can, you can tell. Okay, so a um, couple other ways to bounce back. If you have, I call it getting slimed. If you have gotten yourself in a situation, you're talking on the phone, talking to somebody, and you were feeling good, and then at the end of it, you're like, oh, my God, I think I'm flat on my face. I just got slammed. I just got slammed. And you feel it. Here's two places you feel it. Your solar plexus, right where your belly button is and your stomach, you just feel like, ah. And you may feel it in your upper back. Why? Because anger collects in your upper back. Your body is like a sponge and it's also a psychic antenna. It is working. Your, Your mental mind is the weakest part of your entire constitution. Everything else is way more frequency aligned than your mental mind. <laughs> so if you're trying to think, 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 think about what Mari's saying, talk, let it drop down from your head and up outside of your head down into the depths of your body and ask your body, what is it, what's the message you're trying to get? Because your body's reacting to everything to let you know, to reinforce the thoughts that are correct and to, re- to let you know the thoughts that are not correct. Okay, your mental mind doesn't do this all by itself. Your body is a big indicator. So if your neck is starting to feel really tight and tense, or the top part of your upper back feels heavy or knotted up, um, yes, it it might be time for a massage, but you also need to look, what am I angry about? What am I feeling angry about? Because there's something there. There's something that's weighing heavily on your shoulders, right? If you're feeling something in your solar plexus, you're feeling like, Somebody kicked you in the gut. That's that's the solar plexus is is the confidence center. It's the will center. It's also kind of the underbelly. It's the point of submission, right? So when you when you lay out and you you know open yourself out like a dog when the dog rolls over and it wants his belly rub, it's the height of submission. That's the same thing with for humans. When you know, if you notice, people will cross their arms when they get angry. Right, you watch men when they start to when you start to tell them that they did something wrong, and they immediately cover their, they immediately cross their arms, right? Because they're covering two things: their solar plexus and their heart chakra. Okay, so they're they're covering their heart center and their solar plexus. Two the two places: one is for is the will and the strength; the other is is the heart, the vulnerability. 
So, and we all, you know, it's not just men, but men in particular, you know, they, they, they're, they're so connected to their bodies. Women are more connected to their emotions. So they, you know, see, they hold, right? And so, um, when you are setting your energetic boundaries and you're, even when you're doing your clearings, you want to kind of focus on those areas. Your body is letting you know, you know, it's letting you know uh-uh, something's not right. Something's not right. If you happen to have lower back pain, that is often a sign of um, feeling a lack of support. So if you're feeling um, burdened, not so much angry but burdened, or feeling weak, it'll show up in your lower back, a lack of support, okay? So what you want to do with any of these is there's a variety of different things you can do. In the book, there's, you know, I have a whole list. But the, some of the best things I've found is getting out in nature the best you can. It's beautiful autumn weather, I know, on the East Coast, Northeast, and northern areas, um, for the U.S., you know, uh, get out and go kick the leaves. You know, combining anything outside with anything that's childlike is the perfect combination to zap your energy and rebalance. Okay? If you're feeling really sad and really burdened, it's usually because you've also, like, especially if you have that lower back situation or you're feeling really kind of just melancholic, usually because you've been um, suppressing your, your childlike self, which is your place that all of your ideas and hope and inspiration comes from, and you're kind of ogring yourself with the adult energy. Uh, and you're also probably, uh, when we get like that, we kind of start to kind of pretzel ourselves, you know, kind of twist ourselves up and we try to cocoon. Getting outdoors getting some sunlight, I don't care how cold it is or windy or whatever, getting some sunlight, um, balancing, go, go touch a tree. You don't have to necessarily hug a tree, although hugging a tree is great. But touching the trunk of a tree, walking barefoot if you can, or if you can't because it's too cold, kicking, you know, leaves, you know, going through the grass, kicking leaves, and just breathing, breathing, breathing. You'll see that that's like getting, giving yourself a huge aura bath. Okay, a huge aura bath. Getting some moonlight also helps. Um, doing any kind of physical activity. I noticed that the other day, for many, 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 many weeks, I've been tired and went to uh, dance the other day and danced for an hour and a half. And I came out and I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I thought, oh, I'll be so tired. I won't be able to get anything done. I got so much done after that. Just like boom, boom, boom. There's clarity. I felt excited. I felt inspired. I felt elated. And I was like, okay, I can get this done and this done. It was like a burst forward. It was a burst forward because I just needed some kind of relief because I was giving so much and there was absolutely nothing coming in. So you just needed some kind of relief, right? Some kind of relief. And so, um, and and really when I say relief, you're giving that inner child a breathe and to play and to feel like it's not tethered and tied up, just work, 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 work. And especially in this type of business, serve, 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 we need this and we want that. And that's fine, but you got to also be fed, right? And so those are a couple of ways. The other thing, of course, 
the tried and true, smudging um, your home, putting salt in the corners, that kind of thing. Uh, tried another, tried and true one, hot salt baths. I talk about that a lot. Um, play around with the essential oils. When it comes to shielding and boundaries and all that, I know that there is, um, if you put black tea in your bath, that's a great one for, for fortifi- fortification of boundaries and, and detoxing, like letting, you know, cleansing the oral field. Uh, you can do your research on various uh, things to add, but um, anything like eucalyptus that's cleansing and clarifying and purifying. Um, of course, calming and balancing. You're looking at rose oil, one of the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. And also lavender is also excellent. Um, and then the other thing that you can do that I think is really, really sharp and helps a lot. Like I'm, I've been teaching all day and, like I said, I've been working many, many 16 – last week I think I did four 16-hour days and all this. So when I was talking before in, in this show and I got that brain freeze, like I was like, I you know, need to be needed or whatever I was talking about, I have a glass of water sitting next to me. And so when I kind of seized up because it's like a little fatigue coming in, I immediately turned to water and I drank it and I, it popped me back on track because what does water do? Water is a really fast way to pivot your energy because it amplifies spiritual information, energetic information. It, it literally like, like turns the volume up. So as I'm speaking to all of you, I'm channeling through things. I have things in my nose, but also it's being embellished by guides, angels, my channeling guides, whatever. And sometimes um, I'll cross signals because I've also had people calling me on the phone. I've had emails coming in while I'm talking to you, and everything's flashing on the screen. The phone's going to call it, and you know I'm like pressing buttons and I'm looking at Sam's stuff, and this is you know so there's a lot going on, and I'm still teaching, right? So um, I'll, I might free, I might lose lose that frequency, lose, lose that alignment with the frequency of the, the channeling, right? So I grabbed that water. I just said, wait, and I didn't let myself go down a rabbit hole. Oh my god, oh my god, the show, whatever. I've been doing, I've done these shows for so long, you know, I don't get upset anymore about that type of thing. Drank the water, and the water popped me back on track. Okay, so for yourself, water is excellent. Make sure you're hydrated. If you're, especially now with all the stuff going on with the elections and everything else, if you're dealing with a night of a debate and then you're dealing with Facebook and everything, please evaluate how much your system can handle before you go and throw yourself into it. Don't assume that you have, in order to be a good citizen, you must listen to the debate. Sometimes it's better not to. Pick your candidate, you know who you're voting for, and go. Okay? Just pick them and go. Because this uh, spinning can really be very damaging. And you don't have to be dragged through all of the propaganda and the platforming and the slandering and the hysteria to know, okay, here's my reality for what I believe. Here's the best candidate for that. This is what my intuitive self says is the best for me and the best for the country. And just focus and pick and then and you're good. Okay? Make sure you register to vote. You get out and you do it. You know, but don't over-fry yourself with all of the drama and the hysteria that's going on. The water, if you're drinking water, you can put some lemon in it. That's great for alkalization, but it's also great for just clearing and clarity and energy. Cucumber is also excellent. 
um, to have in your water, infuse it with your fruits, whatever you want. But uh, actually, each vegetable even has an energetic meaning. That's a whole other show. But um, water, huge amplifier. That's why I said also, if you can jump in the shower real quick. Maybe I said that in my other class earlier today. If you could take a quick shower, you know, a hot salt bath is great, but if you could take a quick shower, getting in the shower and inhaling the steam and having that water pouring, and you can set the intention for your shower. You can say, you know, I'm setting, this is a clarity and balancing shower. When you want to use your shower or your bath as an energetic apparatus, okay, as a tool, you want to set intention for it. So all the powers of be know this is what it is. And so that you set your mind up to receive it as such, right? So if you say, I'm going to take an intuition bath, and you go and you set, set up your bath and you put your rose water. Rose water is awesome, too. It's on sale at Whole Foods. Uh, <laughs> they never have sales on anything, so I was really surprised. I thought 25% off. Anyway, rose water is great. <clears throat> Rose oil, rose oil, by the way, is very, very expensive. So if you can't get rose oil, get the rose water. Okay, rose water is like fifteen dollars a bottle, and rose oil is like seventy dollars for an ounce. You know, for the good stuff. So um, you might want to get rose water so you get the scent right. You put that in there, and then you assign the bath a meaning. You say, okay, this is my bath for clarity. This is a bath for um, drawing in romance. This is a bath for prosperity. This is a bath for um, you know, for for focus, for generating creative ideas. When I get out of the shower, I'll have some new ideas for what I'm going to write in my next chapter of my book or whatever that may be. Assign meanings. Give your environment a job. You know, I have a certain room in my house. This is my room for for money and abundance, which is my office, right? Um, you know, you might have a room for friendships or, or love or whatever, but or even a corner of a room. But it's good to set intentions like that so that you can receive. You're giving the energy a job, but you're also giving yourself a, a permission to receive. Okay, so hopefully that all makes sense. All right, I'm going to go ahead and huh, take another sip of water and then we can take some questions. Um, okay, anybody who wants to ask a question, you can call in at 347-215-9485. And um, the first person we have is Tamia. Hi, Tamia. Hi. I hope I said your name right. Yes, Hello. you did, yeah. Hi. Um, Hello. Actually, I called you back in... Hello? Yep, I'm here. Oh, hi. What's your um, question? I called back in... Oh, um, I called back in December and um, I spoke to you about just um, like focusing on myself and things like that. So um, like I put, I've been trying to like work on like affirmations um, and like I try to speak to my guides like daily, but um, I don't know what's been shifting like lately. I just been feeling really anxious. Um, (laughs) Like I'm an anxious person in general. So, (laughs) but um, just, been feeling a little bit worried that um like I'm making the wrong decisions like that I'll somehow like miss out um on like a romantic opportunity or something that would um I just yeah I'm feeling just a little bit anxious that I'm I'm not making the right decisions basically 
so I'm just wondering like how can I steer back like how can I go back on track or what's um like where is this like feeling coming from like the anxiety basically I think I think the make sure you take my my uh intuition course because a lot of that is just a distrust in the information that you're getting I feel like there's two things that are happening with you. One is that you are getting information, but you may not like it. So then you start to fight it. And then that causes anxiety because, you know, it, it, sometimes I know for me personally, especially romantic situations when you're getting a, eh, that's not the person, oh, that's not the person, but your head wants it so bad. And you're like, I'm not going to listen to that, but I'm just going to go follow it. But then you're doubting the whole time. It's kind of like this spin out that can happen. So just be careful with that. And, I, the two things I would say is, you know, I mean, this call, this show is definitely giving you lots and lots of tools for managing that type of thing. But um, getting outside and, again, the water amplifying, that helps a lot. Um, for you, what I'm hearing is exercise, though, like doing some kind of yoga, doing some kind of Tai Chi is also excellent because especially if you have anxiety, yoga might be a little hard because it requires a certain level of stillness. But with Tai Chi, because it's fluid there's a fluid you know movement to it i think it'll get give you some flow you're very very energetically um sensitive so yeah uh, the other the so you have you have to in particular be very um careful with the company that you keep i'm hearing my channeling here she's keeping tough company seems like you might have some you know friends like not romantic but just female friends that kind of wear on you and you take on a lot of their stuff. And it's okay to let people talk to you and speak about their stuff, but not take it on as if it was your own. So a lot of the sudden you want to right. ask yourself, is this, all, is this my stuff that I'm trying to solve? Or is this like somebody else's stuff that I just sort of am, am being too empathic about? You know, you right, can be yeah. objective and observe and be a supportive observer for them without getting into the empathic, like, I must take it on and fix it for them. Okay, so I would, I would, Tai Chi, um, water, getting out in the, what, what part of the country do you live in? Um, I'm in Canada. I'm on the West Coast, so it's pretty warm here still, like, pretty warm. Like Good. 10 degrees, Good. that's like warm for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just um, go ahead and, and continue to get outside until, you know, obviously the weather doesn't let you, in which case then, you know, hot salt baths and all those other things coming more into play. Mm-hmm. But continue right. to get outside. And I would also give yourself a schedule of, of self-care and stop feeling guilty about that time because I think that's part of it as well. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to have to right. talk to the next person. But good luck with that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Okay, next we have Lisa in Connecticut. Hi, Lisa. Hi, thank you very much. I'm calling your show a perfect topic because I pick up everybody's everything when I leave the house and come home feeling extremely anxious, and I pick up so much that my neighbors had a death and I was on the floor the day before crying like I had lost my own child and they had lost theirs and kept saying what's wrong with me why am I crying like this yeah 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 um okay um I 
Let me think here. What you want to do when you're that sensitive is to really shield yourself. So one of the things I would do is, like what we talked about earlier in the show, with the white light, and you want to put the are, – are you on the speakerphone? Because I hear a feedback. Like I can hear an echo. Better? Yeah, that that's better? better. Okay, good. Yep, I just didn't want it to come out on the recording. Um, okay, so the first thing you want to do is there's a few layers of light that you can, you can put in. One is a circle around yourself. And then you can also see your own house. Like if you're dealing with neighbors and all that kind of stuff and you're really that, you know, intense. Um, you can put a shield. You can put angels at each corner of your yard, angels all the way around, you know, a circle around your house. You can see a column of light coming down from on high all the way down over your, you know, through your house down into the earth. You can see a circle coming up from the earth going up into the sky. Those are all ways of kind of just, Shielding yourself instead of taking your own energetic field back. I think what you've done is you've gotten uh, confused energetically with where you start and other people, and, you know, you're just kind of all over the place. So it's okay to give yourself a little bit more of an encapsulated feeling. That will help you um, a lot. The other thing, though, is somebody losing a child is really sad, and there are a lot of times we relate to things from the past life, you know, as well. So don't beat yourself up too much if you can't be stoic because somebody else's kid died. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's okay that you have these feelings, but what you need to I do didn't is know it. I didn't know at the time, so that was the thing. I had no idea something had happened. Yeah. I didn't I know why I couldn't yeah. stop crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You're experiencing it because you're experiencing the collective. I know that's happened to me a lot, especially with what I do. And what you can you can do two things. When you're um, this is more of an advanced intuition thing, but one of the things you can do is go into a nice like quiet meditation session and just ask your angels and guides to call in your angels and say you can even like call an archangel Michael. That's probably the easiest one, and he's great with light workers. And just say, can you please turn my intuition down on catastrophic things? Like, I personally did that so that I don't pick up on when the next earthquake's going to be or you know, the next tsunami or the next terrorist attack or the next shooting. I don't pick up on that. But that's because I turn those switches on my own intuition board off. Right? I know for myself I'll pick up on something that will keep me out of harm's way. Like, I was at the, in Washington, D.C. for 9-11, and I was at the bombing of the Olympics in Atlanta. I was, you know, I can tell you all kinds of things. I've been around but not in it, right? So I, so my energy was there to hold space or whatever. There's all kinds of philosophies about it. But the point is that for you, what you want to do is just say, um, I'm too amped up. Archangel Michael, can you please balance me and balance my volume and my levels of sensitivity so that I can be, if I need to be in it to you know, hold space and be around it so that, you know, the neighbors come and our kids passed away and you can be, you know, be there and be a source of energy and light, but not of it. You know, I, I did mediumship readings for a long time and the person who passed away would show me how they were killed or how they died. 
And some of them were killed, beheaded, you know, they had car accidents and all that. Mm. When I first started, I was still pain. Going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I finally mm-hmm. said, no. I put up an energetic boundary, and I would say, show me. Don't use my body. I don't need to feel it. Just show me a clairvoyant picture, and we're good. And it stopped. You know, I would get the picture, and... Gave, or I would even say, don't give me the picture because sometimes the picture is too graphic. Just give me the words. You know, I had lung cancer. I don't need to see the lung. I don't need to see the cancer. I don't need to see, you know what I mean? Just, I had cancer. Give, me, give it to me in words. Let the clairvoyant vision be car accident, dismember. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, so that it's more objective for you as opposed to you having to like lose all of you to help somebody else. Does that mean even if you're doing a professional, the guy was getting paid, but I still wasn't willing to put my body through what they did so I could get a message to their loved one. You know, it was like, okay, that's too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could get. So oh, yes. that's how much power you have. And I think that's really important for you to recognize is just how much power you actually have and that you don't have to be a victim to, um, to you know, everybody else's energy. I'm going to have to jump off because I, I realize now we're one, hour, one minute over the show, but I hope that's helped. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Have a great rest of your night. Okay, everybody, I think we're at the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. Please go to theahaway.com to join us in our online course and um, – Focus on that intuition. Focus on putting up your energetic boundaries. And don't let yourself be a victim of circumstance with everything that's going around. There's a lot of victimizing going around. It's a very, very highly, you know, just, I keep using the word amped up, but it's, it's just so big right now. You know, everything's so larger than life. So don't feel, um, you know, don't, don't hurt yourself more by sort of just being run over by it. Take your power back, stand up for yourself, protect yourself, and move forward. All right, everybody, I will end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.